Welcome to the New Nurse Podcast. I'm Nurse Meg. And I'm Nurse M. It does seem like I go into like a different voice. Yeah, it's like a chipper. Is it weird? No, it's not weird. It's Hello, like- welcome to the New Nurse Podcast. <laughs> like, what if it was like super obnoxious? Also, weren't you supposed to be working on... Uh-oh. Accents? Yeah. What happened there? You started growing a baby? I think, I, I think the creature. That yeah. was not the priority anymore? Yeah, sorry guys. Gosh, the creature guys. just consumed my brain cells. <sighs> okay. Well, we'll eventually get some accents <laughs> yeah, out of we'll M. Although you were kind of doing British accent last podcast. Yeah. So there's that. There we go. Um, hi, everybody. Hello. So we are, let's see, what are we doing today? Today is a gorgeous day. It's always a gorgeous day. Gorgeous. I mean, but this is like, do you even see a cloud out there? I don't see a cloud. Meg's actively looking around, guys. And I this am. is going to air on a day that it could literally be pouring down rain. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You're going to be like, I don't care about the weather forecast. You know how, like, in grade school, it was always what the weather was and what the lunch menu oh, was lunch. and, like, the choice of milk. Ooh. And was your milk in a bag? What? Where are you from? Yeah, it was in, like, kind of like a Capri Sun. <gasps> ish bag that you would like stab no. with your straw oh, no. milk in a bag i don't recommend what do they do bring it in straight from the cows in the back gross why was it in a bag gross <laughs> i don't even know but listen i don't recommend it okay so you did not drink milk out of a no. bag <laughs> ew I hope no one else listening ever had to experience that. And Megan Somebody is else experienced that. Listen, it was this not like, just my elementary school. Some of the things Meg has worked through in her past counseling There's sessions. my trauma. <laughs> Haven't unpacked that one yet. Here's your Capri Sun of milk. But a Capri Sun bag was way better than these little... Oh, I'm sure. They were like um, breast implants. <laughs> closest description oh all right i i hope no one else can really i really really somebody else can relate somebody (laughs) else can relate to my rural school giving us milk and bags i hope that's not still happening no there's no way and also gross there's no way how much like what is it like was it like a Ziploc? Like a, like a picnic baggie? Like a sandwich baggie? No, it was like a, I mean, it was like a fully sealed thing that you had to like create tent. You had to like smush it on one side so it was tight and then stab it with your <laughs> straw. It was like a whole learning curve. Wow. I feel yeah. so bad. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I know. I didn't realize how traumatizing that no. was apparently until right now. <laughs> Holy shoot. All right, so we went through the weather. We went through uh, lunch. <laughs> Emma and I just had a good lunch together. We did. Shout out Square Bean Coffee. Yeah. Square Bean Cafe. Yes. One of those two. Yes. In, I don't know where we are. Mechanicsburg? Yes. Sounds accurate. Ish. Um, so, today, we're going to talk about this fun little, like, what equals a good shift in your mind. Yeah. I feel like there's some obvious things. Obvious. Nobody's died. Um, Nobody's cried. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if that's worse or if like a day filled with. That sounds so morbid, but like you are the angel of death. I am. I'm, I'm just saying, going home isn't always so terrible compared to like pooping every twenty minutes and having to clean it up, head to toe. 
and not being able to put a flux seal or fecal management Ew, system. Ugh, okay, speaking of disgusting things. <laughs> I'm just saying, it does not make like for poo. a fun shift. I know, that's true. You know? Okay, well, you're allowed to die if, like, it wasn't going to be traumatic. Yeah, yeah, no, no traumatic. If it was it's just, a like, nice, a peaceful a nice passing. Peaceful going okay, Jesus. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. okay. Um, nobody's been yelled at. By who? By physicians. I know. Why do? Why is always physicians or snarky like nurses or nurses yelling at nurses also? A or thing. just cutting you? Because ner- girls are kind of better at not yelling, but like yeah. backhanded meanness, mm-hmm. mean girls. Yeah. What's good for you? Like, what's a good? Like, what? When do you walk out of the hospital and you're just like, man, that's you know, solid. It's funny because I was pondering this. Yeah. Um, beforehand Mm -hmm. and I remembered this is why like people always bash like social media and posting things but like to me like I grew up doing scrapbooks and so like posting and having a little caption is like my own little scrapbook so like Mm -hmm. half the time I'm just going through all my old memories on my page of Instagram because it just makes me happy so one that came to mind I wasn't actively scrolling but I just remember it because I'm a visual learner and it was the day that I had a really rough shift in the hospital and I think there was a lot of, I think there was death and I definitely think there was crying and it wasn't like peaceful death. Um, but I remember writing a post that day about just how thankful I am to be a nurse and work with the team that I work with because Mm. they rallied like for me and behind me and like had my back and like that is such a game changer to like, no matter how crappy your day is, if you're working with a good squad, whether it's like. I mean, they don't even need to... They can just go downstairs and get you a cookie and put it by your computer, and that can, like, make your whole heart just, like, better. Food is always a win. Food is the win, and just, like, hey, what can I do to help you get caught up charting? Like, stepping in and and being good at taking help as a new nurse is so hard. Mm. But, like, the nurse friends who are like, I'm going to do this for you. You sit down. Who, like, mm. make you. You know? I do love that. Okay. That makes for a good shift. Yeah. The people that you're working with... Yes. You know when you walk in and you're like, oh... I already know it's going to be a good time because yes. you have, like, all the, the people. Yeah, that is – that's solid. I like that. Yeah. I feel like also a good shift is if I've been able to make – either connect well with a patient. Mm-hmm. So my patients are healthy for the most no, part. yeah. So my healthy patients, if I really get a chance to connect with them, that's super fun for me. Or if you make a tangible difference. So, like, I had yeah. a patient the other day – who was feeling very mismanaged, who was feeling like her doctors were not listening to her. Um, She had some legitimate concerns. Like, I really was sitting there and listening to her. And she ended up just, like, bursting into tears. Because I, like, literally set aside my computer and I'm just, like, sitting there, you know, leaning in. Right. Trying to do, like, narrative medicine. And she was like, thank you. And I was like, she just needed somebody to listen to her. Right. So that felt meaningful. Of course. Yeah. And especially, like, being on the other side of things, like, now going through this OBGYN process, and I think I've said this before, but, like, it's amazing how much that means. Oh, my gosh. Like, to simply put a, put away what you're doing and give someone your full attention. Yeah. Not easy. It is. And it doesn't happen often. And that's I know. what's crazy. I know. There's times that I, you know, even though we're doing this podcast, you and I always say, like, we're very much speaking to ourselves and trying to do our stuff as kind of good as possible you know what I mean like we're just trying to put practices into place that are exactly who we want to be in and keeping with like our characters and our value system and whatnot and so 
yeah, even with this individual, I was like, this is a perfect opportunity to be able to do narrative medicine and like just set aside your charting. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. it was kind of a good reminder to me too yeah. to just continue to be present yeah. with your patients. Yeah. I like this. I like I this like good shift option. I think um so we were talking about journal prompts on one of the other episodes. And talking about like gratitude journaling. Yeah. And so I do think too that when you are actively choosing to find the good mm. in your shift, actively choosing to have gratitude, actively choosing to find the positives, um, you will find it. Mm-hmm. It is there to be found. So I'm not saying that there aren't bad days. I'm not saying that there aren't times that like you're frustrated or ladies, your hormones are raging and you're just like irritable or whatever the thing is. But I think sometimes if we can even just like take a deep breath and, and truly like almost get recentered and grounded yeah, in like the positives yeah. of the good things that are going on. And maybe it's just like bigger picture, like the, right. the fact that we are nurses and we've, past our boards and we've got a good paying job and mm-hmm. we're on the other side of the bed rails because I'd never take it for yeah. granted that like health is yeah. one of our biggest most valuable what, gifts that we've been given for sure so for sure yeah I also um can appreciate like I think sometimes I've, um, when people are asked, I think this most more so happens like in the church where you like ask someone how they are and oh, yeah. you get that like, I'm good. Too blessed. You? Blessed beyond measure. Too blessed to be stressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh or the Dave Ramsey, like better than I deserve. Better than I deserve. Oh, better than I deserve. You know, like My I husband, actually, TJ always says, uh, if I was any better, I'd be twins. What? Wait, I don't get it. Because he'd just be like... Then he would be... There'd be two of him that'd be so happy. Yeah, basically. Interesting. I'm like, okay. Never heard that one. (laughs) But like, if if someone actually said that to you, like, I look at them and I'm like, I kind of do an internal eye roll. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Like, I'm like, are you though? And now as I'm growing and as like life is just life... Life is just life. Honestly though, like faking even if you are faking that response like mm. as much as i hate the unauthentic i know where you're going i what like it feels like not any depth what feels like i actually wanted a sincere answer of how you're actually doing like sometimes just saying that and faking it till you make it there is like key because yeah. Brene brown always says like if you fake it enough like you're gonna fool your own body into believing it mm. And I don't know what's so wrong with that sometimes. Yeah. Well, especially, again, when it feels like we can be in some spaces that are often more negative than not. Yeah. So sometimes just choosing to push back the darkness Mm -hmm. by claiming the Mm -hmm. light, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what you're saying. Like, it's not... Even within um, our spiritual walks, it's not just about being emotionally driven, yeah. That, oh, well, whatever our emotions are doing is where I have to be. Right. Right? Like, right. we can temper that. There's a maturity yes. in the midst of our emotions that says, right, just because I'm feeling something, I don't have to act on it. Yes. And so I think that that's, that's 
the level, like healthy balance that you're talking about, I think. Yes. You don't want to be fake all the time, but you also don't need to be like, uh, just everything is horrible and negative 24 seven right. either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a balance in it. Yes. And also speaking maybe back to like who your actual tribe is like, Hey guys, I'm really like challenged in this area or pray about it. Yeah. Praying for me often changes my attitude or my heart towards something. Yeah. That's true. Even if it's forced the first couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading, um, let me think of who it was. Eugene Peterson. I love Eugene Peterson. Mm-hmm. But his book, The Jesus Way, um, he was specifically talking about the prophet Elijah and talking about worship experiences. And that in our church, we kind of do all these big worship experiences. So we get ourselves into a bit of like an emotional frenzy. My words, not his. Um, but that a lot of times when we're worshiping God and singing songs or whatever, we're doing it because it's an emotional high in Mm -hmm. some places. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm really excited. I'm really happy. Like I'm feeling all of the things I'm feeling emotionally charged to be praising Jesus. But he was suggesting that a worship experience should just be our obedience to Jesus, no matter what our actual uh, feelings are. are. And I was like, Ooh, that's Mm. super challenging. Super challenging, but super good. Yeah. Great foundation. Yeah. That's how I think you do like, um, mature and walk a more steady walk so that even when life is going in the ups and downs, whether within your unit Mm -hmm. or like you don't have to get onto everybody else's emotional roller coaster. Yes. Like you can, sympathize and empathize but you can also leave healthy boundaries in place and just say like and i also know like foundationally i'm rooted in jesus right Do right i mean 100 percent. okay yeah when when the shift like when you haven't even sat down before your shift starts like look at orders and look at and plan out your night and there's just things going on like fires in every corner like it is impossible to not partially feed off of that and to control yourself a hundred percent you know just like if there's a fog like some churches are legit doing the fog machine thing during worship like that is a thing and not to say one way is right or the wrong for whoever everyone's different and i think god can speak differently into different things for certain people yeah but like are do you like is the fog machine affecting your vision of Mm. of what and i'm not speaking literally there i'm saying like on the unit like is are the things going on around you affecting your overall vision? Yeah. Because really our goal is that they don't, um, but it's hard. It's just hard. Especially if you're a highly sensitive person or an empath, like this is where one of the things I had to start and continue to do a lot of crazy work on is that I was absorbing other people's emotions Mm -hmm. because I feel them. Yes. So then I would like absorb them and all of a sudden I'd be like living them out. Like they're my own because you're in a bad mood. Now I'm Mm. in a bad mood. I mean, this can even happen within like your own family dynamics, right? Again, you can sympathize and be like, I'm really sorry that you're in a bad mood. Is there anything that I can do to help? But that doesn't mean I have to go into my own funk as well. Right. Right. And yeah, I mean, come coming full circle with that, like what? makes a good shift for you I think like having this perspective or attempting to Mm. could really reframe us to seeing the light more in a Jesus perspective of like what a good shift truly is sometimes I've found that um, listening to praise and worship music on my way to work because those lyrics 
tend to be repetitive yes. and catchy. Yeah. So that kind of stays playing in my head. Uh-huh. Even when you're not paying attention. Even when you're not paying attention, which can be very meaningful yeah. on a rough day. Or again, if, if your emotions are about ready to like derail right. and go somewhere that you didn't want to go. Right. And listen, if you do derail and go where you don't want to go, well then just get yourself right. back on track. Get back okay. on the saddle, girl. Yeah. You're good. Ain't nobody judging. We're fine. Like yeah. we do not think that anybody is going to get it right all the time. Right. I certainly am not going to get it right all the time. Right. Yeah, I think there was one day that I remember being in the concession room, like, getting a drink for my patient. I was like, what is the concession Slash, room? I might have been getting a snack for myself. Who knows? Who remembers? Was but, it graham crackers? Possibly. <laughs> um, but I remember actually humming and, like, partially singing one of the praised songs oh, that I was I like listening that. to. Yeah. Like, and it was, like, one of those really busy days. I was finally taking a breather and just going in the room to hide for a second. And I remember one of our um, transporters walking in. And I was, like, humming this, not really even noticing that I was humming it. And they are like, oh, I love that song. And I, like, immediately was like, okay, how much do we take in around us of our subconscious mind that, like, affects us to an extent that, like, I was joyfully in there, like, humming the song and shared that moment with someone else. And I could have easily been grumbling because it was, like, one of those days. I remember it being just crazy, not sitting down. But, like... Yeah, I like what you're saying about the praise music. Yeah. Because I think we are so affected, even just, like, in your work environment. If there's constant negative conversation, like, even though you try to stay out of it, that totally affects you. And it can affect you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Good we stuff. take it more than we, than we think we do. Oh, yeah. Big time. I feel like there's more to say on that, but it's not, like... We just... We really do. Yeah. We feel... Meg and I both feel like um, it's the end of our 12-hour shift. Yep. Our brains are like... I had a cappuccino, so you would have thought that I would have perked up, but it feels like instead I went to, like, nap mode. Yeah, we're sitting in the sun and, like... Uh, like cats. Like, yeah, we're... Like, <laughs> 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 so are you saying so, we should probably let them go before yes, this really... Guys, okay. We love you. Thanks for being here, guys. <laughs> have a good week. Bye. Bye.